Also, it would be really hard to do pre-production into the setup for the episode starting. Uh, We've had weirder starts. (laughs) All right. Welcome to Bottle Episode. I like that. That might. I feel like that actually did startle you. <laughs> I was startled because I thought we were going to try to work our way to another intro. <laughs> No, you Speaking said- of intros, well, hi, I'm Daniel Crow. <laughs> I'm David Piccolomini, and we're joined this week by Ben Kirschenbaum. Great to be here. Thank you. And speaking of intros, uh, what a ripoff of Entourage's intro in Joey. Rip off of oh, that's you mean like the, the same opening credits from Entourage? That's right. Is Joey Joey's after Entourage? About right, four to five months after Entourage. I, oh, I checked. Yeah. It's, it's one of those. It's so crazy because it's not like Joey needed to cash in on Entourage. It's already a spinoff of Friends. <laughs> Why are you trying to That's make the, the twist. The yeah. twist is that it has nothing to do with Friends. It's a it's spinoff of Entourage. <laughs> like, it has the same generic <laughs> theme song. Driving through L.A. Driving through L.A. Right. They literally say, yeah. Yeah. A bunch. <laughs> the I drive guess. it there is a little Sopranos-y, too. It's yeah. A little, yeah. Um, here's what I'll say, and I don't know if other... I'm not going to shit on it completely. I think that there are good aspects of this show. Right. Love that I, get, I get why well, David said that this was like kind of the borderline show, so right? this is... We call it the Joey line. The Joey line. Okay. Uh, this is... Uh, uh, and it's one of our general metrics is if uh, Joey... It, the show Joey is at 6.0 in IMDb. <laughs> And if it's Joey's so, at six point yeah. yeah, 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 that's not terrible. Uh, it's not great. It's not good. It's not, uh, yeah, I mean, what, like, well, what's like Friends at? Well, uh, probably like Friends, eight point something. Yeah, oh, probably eight wow. point nine. The thing nine. is, yeah. people only go on there to rate something if they like it or hate, right? Yeah, but also but like not that often. Not that often. <laughs> like sure. in order to be motivated to go log into your IMDb account and give it stars, right? You have to feel something. Like it right. has to be starring a woman. It, like really, you know? <laughs> yeah. If people aren't gonna go say something's bad unless. Unless there's a person of color they don't like in it. Yeah, like, I don't <laughs> uh, want to see what Definitely not the for. issue with this one. This no. One, yeah, this is a no. very, very white show. Could well, really I, would, use... I would argue it's very damaging to white people as a whole. This show? Yeah, the re- the <laughs> reputation took a hit I mean, because of it, Joey. No, it's really it's really damaging to people of color, and by that I mean Italians. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, it is pretty it is pretty out there with the Italians. It's, you're really telling me, especially Joey, with uh, Joey with being hypnotized by spaghetti is damaging to Italians <laughs> in some way. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so Friends is at an eight point nine. So Joey's at a six. So anything below the Joey line okay. is automatically qualifies. Very much like the Mendoza line in baseball. Yes, <laughs> that's what two hundred. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, you guys could talk about baseball for a long time. It's actually surprising Other you lines. haven't met. Mason yeah. Dixon line. Yeah. Yeah. I, did drive <laughs> All, much I, like I that. would argue the Joey line is more harmful to America. <laughs> <laughs> Any show below the Joey line has done more damage well, culturally. We've outlawed slavery. <laughs> it's gone. It's true. It is still you can legal. never outlaw sub Joey shows. Joey, yeah. yeah it's, Matt LeBlanc is not illegal. And this year, if you vote for me, we can make a change. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will say this for Joey. Um, most of the shows we watch, I can't understand why they made it. I understand the impetus for Joey, and people seemed like they were trying. I don't know if that's necessarily a good thing because they didn't succeed. Sure. It it just has that whole feel of like a very like uh they were trying to distance themselves from friends, but mm-hmm. still use the same joke structure of everything. And it, it really feels like you're like, oh, but I don't like these characters, and Joey by himself is fine. Right. You feel like you're missing, which, so we watched the pilot and then that premiere episode. Yes. It seems like Lucy Liu was added to be Monica. Like, it seems like it was just yeah, like, yeah, yeah. let's make this more... Like Friends. I, I, one-to-one, yeah. I think she's only in a couple episodes. Oh, but, okay. Yeah, but I think that's what they do is they start having women parent Joey would be... Got it. I, well, think, I think we actually completely skipped over... We just assumed everyone is familiar with Joey. Oh, yeah. We should clarify. We should probably explain what Joey is. The TV show. Okay. If you're not familiar uh, with the TV show Friends, uh, it's a show about six friends uh, in apartments way too big in New York City, really (laughs) amplified by us all sitting in my bedroom and how small it is. (laughs) (laughs) This is actually what New York City is like. Right. This is the size of Monica's foyer. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, she had this entire space to work with with a chicken on her head. (laughs) (laughs) So there's that show, Friends, and it was like the most successful show of the '90s. Yeah, everybody knows what it is. I'm not. I'm just starting there, and then Joey uh, gets his own show. Uh, Joey was a character on Friends. Yes, to uh, be clear. (laughs) There's some Gen Z person that accidentally clicked on this episode because their name is Joey. And they thought we made a podcast about them. And we have to explain. I think it's just about the Dawson's Creek character. Yeah. It's just a whole... Yeah. Yeah. I like the idea of someone finding out that there is a Friends spinoff from this podcast. They're like, wait, wait, what? A Friends super fan. Uh, I, I've watched every episode of Friends so many times. Who knew there was Joey? So Joey's an actor on Friends. And in this one, he moves from New York to L.A. to be on a show. To That's rip off spin-off. Entourage. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> But it's also, it may be a ripoff, or it may just be that they were all given the same bland network notes. Uh, yeah, right. It's like, if we're doing an L.A. show, this is what you got to have. Can I ask you guys, I feel like it's an important precursor. Are you anti-Friends people? Like, are you... I'm a, I'm a Friends neutral. Friends neutral, okay. Got I would it. say I'm pretty Friends neutral, too. I don't, like, it's not a show I go to to watch, but also when people are like, it's the worst show, you're like, no, it's I, clearly got a lot working for it. I'm, I'm with you. I think that they, like characters well-defined they're all they work nicely together not all the jokes are good but there are a lot of them so a few of them hit yeah so i mean if this is clearly i mean it's just the the easy comparison obviously to to consider joey a worse friends i mean that's what it yeah is it really well it because it doesn't try and like really lean into it's it's doing the thing of like well now you're on your own out there and joey's personality in the show matt leblanc's personality is the idiot but he's also like kind of a wants to be likable vain idiot. So yes. it's hard to have like unless you're going for cringe, like what they slowly switch to with like Michael Scott 
in the office, which is that's a vain idiot. Also the name of a baseball player from the 80s. He said we could talk about baseball, and I'm now derailing the podcast <laughs> to talk about the 80s pitcher Michael Scott. <laughs> Was he also in the office? Yes. Okay, great. Yeah. Then I'm, I'm, I'm all here for it. Let's get there. No, but uh, so the thing with, like, when you have that, like, he want they want him to be likable to the audience in a way that like is not like Michael Scott is not a likable character. He gets more likable as time goes on. Like first season, Michael Scott is like actually an asshole because I guess they're doing it more about Gervais's right. But right. I'm saying second season and forward, he yeah. is of he needs to be liked by everybody. Yes, yes. it's such he's a, pathetic. He's yeah, pathetic, yeah, yeah. and right. Joey's kind of pathetic. But he's still yes. played by like a handsome guy playing handsome. Yes. And so they needed to still go his way. So then it, you get this disconnect. I'm putting this all together right now, where there's like the disconnect of like they're, uh, they're like this guy shouldn't be that successful, and he's not doing anything that will make him that way. But also they still want him to come out on top. It's interesting you describe Joey as pathetic. I don't think of him as pathetic. I think of him more as a child or a puppy that you need to help. He's yeah. pretty simple, right? He's yeah. hungry. He's horny. Yep. Yeah. And he's dumb. He's right? like a gremlin you can feed after midnight. Johnny Bravo? <laughs> he's a Johnny yeah. Bravo. Yeah. I mean, those are he's he's pretty I mean, like it I feel like it does make more sense as one sixth of a show yeah. as opposed to him carrying a whole thing. Yeah, because I guess that's the thing is even uh and I mean, listen, yell at me on like review bombers, whatever. Like I friends characters didn't really seem to develop that much. Oh, I actually I, well, they may have developed in the negative direction. Oh, okay. But they was, become more. It's almost like a like a famous like an Al Pacino type. They become character caricatures. Okay, they of became themselves. caricatures yeah. as they went. Okay, but that's what I'm saying. It's not like Parks and Rec, which like deepened all their characters as they went, and like by the end of it, they no. Had, I mean Joey on Friends. I've I've seen all Friends. I used to watch it a lot when okay. I was like uh, before think, teenager. Was like, this your first time seeing Joey? Uh you know what? I think I might have seen the premiere. When it when it actually happened, okay. Oh, and then immediately we're like, no. and then I was like, no. Although you and when the rest of America, when I watched those two episodes, I actually thought the premiere was like significantly better than the fourteenth episode or whatever we watched. Really? Yeah. Oh well, I guess it's it is two writers from Friends who are going to be joke machines. That is yeah. the thing. Is like uh, this is not a uh, like a, a knock on their talent as like creators it's just sometimes the show doesn't work and we're just going to talk about all the fun ways it does it totally totally i mean i think that also so many of the jokes you were texting me before where it's like so many fake boob jokes it's like that's not a character trait like that's like like that's, no, that's like it just was hits. it yeah. was in in 2004 though those right. sort of jokes but but also there were i counted it was like six in four minutes it was like an insane amount of like just referencing this like the family members tits That's... and still in episode 14. Yeah. It's, oh. not, it's not like that was just a pilot thing. They're, they're still yeah. going at it. Well, tell me about a personality. Huge pair of tits. <laughs> what if that was just the know. script? Just crudely drawn <laughs> breast implants. <laughs> just an entire page. Just take it up the by, character description. by a child's <laughs> sketch. <laughs> This actually, the show was cast by Joey Tribbiati, not Matt LeBlanc. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that actually would be a way more interesting show if they somehow made it seem like Joey had written his own autobiographical sitcom. <laughs> that he clearly didn't have an understanding of how the world works. <laughs> so it's just a weird fanfic where he has sex a lot. Yeah. It just gets distracted by <laughs> spaghetti or whatever <laughs> food is in front of him at the moment. Yeah. Okay, so that would make it funny, too, for, like, uh, there's one of the jokes in the uh, show that's not funny there where he's uh, he says, Romeo, Romeo, wherefore thou Romeo. I is wanted to talk about that. I wanted to talk about that. 
Okay. Yeah. And then they're like, it's a Juliet. That's Juliet's line. Why would Romeo be calling out sure, for Romeo? Sure. Uh, that's really funny if a guy writes a script where he's the main character in his own autobiographical spinoff and just plays Romeo saying that a bunch of times because <laughs> that's the way he's always said it. It's, that joke, the joke itself that he did it on a lot of auditions and that he confused it. All right, fine. Well, whatever. Not the greatest joke, but whatever. The callback to it makes no sense i i don't know if, like for context if you haven't seen the episode which i assume most people haven't um it's that he's he's freaking out when he's doing like a more news like entertainment like, news like, access like, hollywood yeah, yeah yeah um and he and he like panics because he can't figure out which camera to look at and he just starts screaming and it's like what what are we so so doing? here's here's the i can i can explain the joke it's not it's not done well so he get he panics because he can't stay at all the cameras. Yes. So he just goes back to what he does at every audition. Ah, okay. I I literally didn't make that connection. But yeah, yeah, yeah you are a hundred percent right that that's what they were going for. That's exactly yes. what yeah, they were yeah, going yeah. for. It's just the, so they go. He goes. Ah, I've been doing that every audition. Uh, and then yeah. he now goes to an audition. Er, and now it's like, well, you know, maybe this will work. And then it doesn't. He goes. All right. Well, I tried. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're right. It's just not it, that. Yeah. It's it's fine, and it's not very. I get. Right. I got it. But it, it's. I don't know. Actually, it might be one of the more nuanced ones. Jokes yeah, it's a pretty sophisticated script. joke. Honestly, I don't hate it as a joke. I'm like, okay, yeah, that's. I, well, no, but it just. I think it's because the delivery is still so like unbelievable because that's not how anybody would audition who's ever had any success. Yes, it is that thing of like you have to make it then that everything Joey gets is so wildly. Honestly, I wish that was a character trait of his and friends. Like, I got another role, and they're like, how? Well, I was at the hat store, and this guy liked me a lot, so he talked to me, and now I have another audition or something, or I have a role now. Right. Some dumb, or like every single thing is like a producer Nepo credit thing. Right. By the way, how difficult is it in your pilot episode for your sitcom in 2004 to do a comedy bit of him reading off teleprompters at a desk when we have just recently, in recent history, have had the defining person at desk reading news jokes in American comedy history, you have Steve Carell and Bruce Almighty, and you have Anchorman the same year as Joey. Right. And those were fresh in yeah. people's memory. So right. if you're putting that scene out there. You better be bringing your funniest stuff. God. Yeah. Saying name instead of his actual name. Mm -hmm. Right. That's that's got to be that's, fit for no, something. But right? Anchorman, was, yeah. yeah okay. Read it. But also it's that thing of right. this might be this feels like uh, two people who were cheating on their homework. Yeah. And just started copying from everybody else's paper. You're totally right. Yeah, those two things must have, are also early 2000s, right? Yeah, Anchorman it's all Mighty 03, Anchorman 04. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. <laughs> We're getting to the bottom of this. Okay, let's <laughs> talk about the episode. Yeah, then we need to do the plot synopsis. So, yeah. uh, cold open, Joey is... Uh, I don't mind the cold open. <laughs> yeah, I know, the cold yeah, open is a going. funny... It's, yeah. it's establishing this is the dumbest man alive character. It does it well. So he's doing the whole... Uh, he gets into the cab. He does exposition, exposition. I'm going to go meet my sister. She didn't meet me there. I'm going to go there. And he goes, okay, buddy, where are you going? He goes, this place in L.A. He goes, buddy, we're in Texas. Dallas. Uh, Dallas. And he's like, ah, I did have a layover. Damn. And then they turn around. And I wish he had just started a new life in Dallas. <laughs> now that's a show. <laughs> that's yeah, a yeah, show. Yeah. A man Joey has a layover Dallas. and just starts yeah. a new life. But also, here's what really bugged me about that joke. There is almost a much better joke. Okay. He should have gone to Louisiana, which is also abbreviated L.A. Oh. oh. But there's no 
uh, New Orleans. Yeah, you would do a New Orleans. You would, you're uh, in the wrong LA, layover? buddy. You're in the wrong LA. Okay, I, I like think, that. I don't think people are smart enough to get that joke. Well, certainly not the people that are watching Joey. I'm sorry. I know you said you watched Joey when it premiered. I was like 12. Okay. And by 12, I mean we can actually calculate how old I was. How old were you in 2004? <laughs> well, if it's not my birthday yet, 13. Yeah. Um, uh, 13. It, it feels like your birthday, though, when it's Joey. Well, my birthday's pretty early in the year. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> So, uh, so he goes. He's he finds his uh, sister in LA. She's waiting for him as planned. Uh, immediately. Takes. Wait, can I ask a question? Yeah, does she have fake boobs? I think so. Okay, I just wasn't sure. I mean, I don't know. It, it, they they are they are putting makeup on them to make them look like they're fake boobs. No, no, I was I was doing as like it's obvious. It's like the first thing that they mention. Oh, I was lampooning how that's all they have for her as a character. I was literally going off you being asexual and just maybe not knowing. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the Joey of the group. I get it. The Joey. I'm the idiot. It's fine. <laughs> I wouldn't mind. Honestly, if you're if we're doing Joey characters, who each of us are, yeah. and you're Joey, that's it. Could be way worse. <laughs> it could be way worse. Uh, listen, I'm just really trying to be Jennifer Coolidge. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to be the married lady who is in the show. Why? I don't totally get it. Oh yeah, well no, she's the she's the okay. So Joey, she he love goes, interest. She's the secret. Sec- she's the first love interest, which I think they kind of they move her over to friend after. It's like maybe Joey shouldn't be breaking up a marriage. Is that? No, she's really? She's married. She is. No, yeah, but I'm yeah. saying that she is a love interest in other episodes. I don't know. I get know, the impression. I've only seen these two. We've only seen yeah. two episodes. So it, oh, she's okay, not okay. really. She seems like she's become more of the neighbor by the 14th episode. But that's like a lot of retooling that could happen over that time. <sighs> that's a bold move. But also, to, it's also the, writers, the thing of yeah. the first nine episodes is where you would be establishing the character soup, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Of like mm-hmm. where it's like the character and the writer are blending the character together. So it might be like, oh, you know what? There's not actually that much sexual chemistry here. Let's bring in like uh, like Lucy Liu or other people that they bring into the Got show. Got it. Okay. To balance it and not have Matt LeBlanc be like, hey, I'm going to try to fuck this married lady and <laughs> yeah. get away with it because I'm a st- actor who sucks. <laughs> That's not going to be likable to the Friends audience. (laughs) Yeah, why not have her just be like, we're getting divorced in that first episode? So that there could still be like a will-they-won't-they thing where she's like, well, I'm not really ready to get into another relationship. And she would be more guarded in a way as opposed to just kind of like this weird thing of like, I guess I'm cheating on my husband. That's cool. With a with a man with the mental capacity of an eight year old, <laughs> like I don't know who's being more manipulative there in that scenario. I would argue it's not morally okay for anyone to sleep with Joey. It's technically a crime. it's a crime. Yeah, maybe that. I don't know. Maybe that was the whole you know thought process behind making Joey a womanizer is that you can't dislike him because technically the bad guy is, yeah. the, is the woman he's sleeping with which would have been a way more interesting show if they had turned it back on every woman that tries to sleep with oh Joey it would just be like oh sorry my doctor says you have to sign this waiver before we do anything <laughs> I will say that um, from when I was saying the thing about the friends characters becoming characters in themselves Joey season one of friends like kind of dumb but not it's it's kind of a Homer Simpson trajectory. It's like kind of dumb to like truly to like can't, you know, really take care of himself. That dumb. was yeah. actually something I didn't notice about this show. And because I never I didn't watch Friends to completion. Right. Uh, I have jerked off during it, but yeah, I just it's short watched, time. I didn't, to <laughs> Joey. It's hard not to no, come to by friends. season four. Yeah. yeah, but to Joey specifically. Oh, <laughs> yeah. uh, no, not to. Well, yeah, a little bit. Because if so, that's a crime. He is a child. <laughs> 
how you doing in jail. <laughs> but I the the transition was jarring just how stupid they made him. Yes. Yes, I mean, true. Like, you know, he gives the speech at the end. Of, sorry, if you want to no, no, describe more, no, no, but no, 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 he no, does no. give a speech at the end of the first episode where clearly he's not, you know, totally, you know, low IQ. But, yeah. but it's like, but then they have to make a joke afterwards, being like, "What happened? I blacked out, or I forgot exactly what yeah. the joke." He was, just but, went like, uh, "I remember what I said." Yeah, yeah, yeah like, I don't know where that came from. Yeah, yeah he exactly. should be missing teeth. <laughs> if he's that stupid, he should be. Like, obviously non-functioning in many ways. Or a helmet or something. Yeah, yeah I mean, just, yeah. Uh, let's talk about how they did They did kind of bring up the Friends stuff to let you know it was a Friends show. Yeah. In truly the cl- most classic way you could do it with a Friends show, by having the sister be homophobic about Matt and Chandler. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. So that would have been, was that the only direct reference to Friends? Other than, like, m- the people I was with moved on kind of thing. I think that uh, might have been the only, you know, direct, reference of a I name. I thought you and Chan... You well, it was the only direct rep- reference within the episode, but I, re- I remember the ads when this was coming out. Right. Where they definitely let you know, it's the same Joey from Friends. Yes. Do well, not fall for imitators. And I definitely think that they, I, I guess this is obvious and maybe it's done in the pilots of any spinoff, but like you kind of needed to know Joey's deal going into it. Like the, yeah. food, the food jokes would make no sense if you... No, a lot know. of the jokes would not make sense except for that. Yeah. <laughs> he um, was like, it's very much, it, which is, to be fair at that time, very easy to do. Friends was. Yeah, you get 10% of that audience, you're, you know, you're you, okay. You, yeah. You, there's a reason this was on for three seasons. Right. It's right. all just, or I think it only made two full seasons. Which shocked me. I didn't know it lasted a second season. Mm. Oh, yeah. In my mind, Joey was a one season show. No, but the thing about it is it, it went into obscurity so quickly because it was the pilot and then we went, it's bad. And then Devoted Friends fans watched it, which is enough of a market back in that day. Right. Did did this harm the reputation of Friends in the zeitgeist? No. Temporarily? so. Because Friends was the biggest thing mm. and then it ended. And then Joey, or was that just naturally happened with Friends ending? Here's a question. Is Joey the most logical person of the six to have a spinoff? He coffee, might... coffee guy. <laughs> the guy Guther? Yeah. <laughs> Get Fran Drescher back. Yeah. Uh, New series. No, I... The most logical person to make the spinoff of is not affordable. Anderson? Jennifer Aniston. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Schwimmer? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Schwimmer would have signed on, yeah. but you wouldn't get Jennifer well, Aniston. Well, the thing is, on. I think because there are six friends, you need two. I think because you want to keep some of the balance, you want to keep some of the pairing, you want to be able to keep some dynamic from the show. You do a Chandler Monica married couple show. Yeah, or absolutely. Yeah. In in the they move to the suburbs. suburbs they move yeah. north to like uh like uh not Washington Heights above Washington Heights like uh, Westchester. Westchester. Or yeah, yeah, they move to Westchester yeah, yeah. or something, and then they're there in like they're comfortable suburbs. Like the city's close enough, you can have your friends come up. Right. Right. And you visit. probably have Joey living Wait, in some they, guest room. Do these characters even have friends? Certainly they don't have like four that are very close friends <laughs> that would be able to regularly. It is funny. Doesn't make sense. Just so, move friends to Westchester. Yeah. <laughs> I looked it up. Uh, yet no one else from the show from Friends shows up on Joey. Which it is, is oh devastating. That's really upsetting. Yeah. yeah. Like it has to have hurt Matt LeBlanc that he wasn't able because he must have thought people hate him specifically yeah. with how successful Friends was. Right. And then Joey flops. So Aniston's too big. Matthew Perry 
got, I don't know where. I mean, he was going I mean, through something. You yeah. you know, Kelsey Grammer was calling Matt LeBlanc up every night, being like. Yeah, you know, spinoffs, they're tough. You got to make sure that people like you yeah. the same. <laughs> Just as much. You know what the problem here is? <laughs> you need to get a kind of British brother. What would I, I never uh, really yeah. uh, But anyway, we got sidetracked from the plot of the episode. What's the story of, with Frasier? Yeah, you guys have seen Frasier, right? Oh, yeah. It's gr- is it good? It's, it, it, you know, if you're the sort of person that would like Frasier, yeah. <laughs> I, got it. I, would I, say- I understand who the audience is, and they need that show for them. What's the joke of it? That the dad is uh, not the joke is that British. <laughs> Frasier is better than everyone, <laughs> okay. and you're better than everyone for watching Frasier. No, it's but that, it's, oh, it's that kind of. But okay, no, no, okay. no. It's it's uh, so I I'll, I'll I love saying it anyway. Uh, so Frasier breaking it down. It's just uh, Moliere is really what they're doing. It's still it's that same okay. kind of like misanthropic thing. They're using big words, but they're still doing sitcom based uh, plot lines. It's very still silly. The references are just uh, NPR level would it uh, is like big bang theory almost similar in that it's like they're sciencey no big bang theory is not meant to appeal to the same people fraser appeals to but don't you think that some people watch big bang theory and are like oh they just mentioned the you know yes sure but like um big bang theory much better big bang theory will make make a joke about the flash yeah fraser will make a joke about debussy Okay. <laughs> okay. That's yeah. It's that. So it's the erudite thing of it. But then the whole joke is they're not actually better than anybody because they fall down all the time. Uh, there's so much physical comedy in Frasier. It's really weird. Nobody talks about it, but it's like all hiding and all silly, big emotions. And then it's the ups. It's the uh, culture war of old dad, old blue collar dad, new erudite sons. Okay. Sorry. Sorry for the tangent. The, oh, the only other thing, Frazier didn't Frazier like beat Seinfeld every year with the Emmy or something? I feel like it after like, uh, Fra- Frazier once it got started could not be stopped at the Emmys. <laughs> it made and David Hyde Pierce kept beating uh, yeah. Kramer and George. Frazier yeah. Frazier's reign of terror is it's the uh, smooth of the Emmys. <laughs> the sm- <laughs> <laughs> That's great. <laughs> the Hamilton. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, kind of similar to Hamilton yeah. in terms yeah. of feeling smart. Oh, yeah. the audience for Frasier is the same people that love Hamilton. Mm. Yeah. Shout out to my sister. She loves both. Here's <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, I don't even hate. Yeah, none of us. Like, Frasier's a great show. It's really well. It's just not what I usually go for in a show. It's got still it. got a okay. lot of the sitcom trappings that make me aware of it. Hey guys, if you're enjoying the podcast, don't forget to like and review and subscribe to it. Thank you. It really helps a lot. It helps other people find the podcast, which is always great. That way you have another person to talk to about your dumb thing that nobody knows about. Uh, also, you can follow me at DPIC Comedy, Daniel Crow at Daniel F. Crow, and Ben Kirschenbaum at Ben Kirschenbaum. Also, check out Ben's podcast, Give Me a Name. I'm going to be on there soon, being really pretentious. Also, uh, you can. I have speaking of being pretentious. I have a show coming up October second called Christian Science Theater Three Thousand, where we make fun of a really bad uh, movie from the company Pure Flix, or just other bad Christian movies. Like this uh, month, we're going to be doing Christian Mingle, uh, starring Lacey uh, Schabert, Schabert, however you pronounce her last name, from Mean Girls. That girl, she's doing Christian movies now. It's all got sad. Uh, and finally check out my special Goblin King and Lit Grandma 69 on TikTok. Okay, that's everything. Enjoy. Get We're getting back. Back to the episode. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, we have the plot of this episode. Oh my God, we, we have not so gotten through the first plot of Okay, Joey. Joey goes to the airport. He meets his sister. They make jokes about her breast implants, and then she's like, okay, let's go to your place because she picked out an apartment just for him. 
Uh, it's just as nice as the apartment in Friends. It's way too big. He spies on a neighbor through a bathroom window. <laughs> it, might, it might actually be more egregious than Friends it in is, terms yeah, of how probably. nice that apartment is. It's, yeah. it's a $20 million home. <laughs> yeah, she's like, no, Tom Cruise didn't live here. I'm like, he might have lived he here. He might have lived here. It's really nice. But then uh, her son, who she had when she was 16, shows up, and he's a little brainiac. Yep. Um, and then he wants to move in with Joey because he's tired of living with his mom. He's in college at the time. And Joey's like, you can't do that. It'll break your mom's heart. So then we meet his agent, played by Jennifer Coolidge. Who's, um, she's She is doing pure just Jennifer Coolidge in the early 2000s. Just like, you want me to do the character? Look, I'll do the character. Jennifer Coolidge has had uh, a big renaissance recently where people are going, we love Jennifer Coolidge. We love all of her work. This is not one of the roles that's being brought up when people no. are giving Jennifer Coolidge her flowers. Here's what I'll say. Jennifer Coolidge is incredible. And she does a lot of crap because it's hard to be a working actress. Yeah. Like, so she is great. Every time I see her in anything, I'm. it's always better than what it's in. To be clear, Jennifer Coolidge wouldn't have been destitute if she had turned down Joey. She was still getting work. No, but, but why would you not do it? Oh, yeah, because it's easy money if this thing takes off. Then you're in the new friends. Yeah, and then it's great. Yeah. It, yeah. But she just is doing like the the writing's not there for or it, to like and so she just no. Does her but thing. if the writing is not there, someone can completely elevate the writing. Like I don't know if you've been watching what we do in the shadows, but Matt Berry will take a line that there is not even an attempt at a punchline and squeeze a laugh out of it. Jennifer <laughs> mm, okay. Coolidge is capable of doing that. She's just not really given her no, all. No, she's in she's Joey. It's early on. She doesn't know if it's going to be a hit. She'll get there. She'll get there. Yeah. yeah. I, I didn't. I mean, she's only in one scene in that first episode, right? Maybe like two. Maybe two. two. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I kind of the shtick of like the agent that'll do anything for you. Like that could. There's something there. Maybe yeah. that's kind of fun. But yeah, no, she's. It doesn't. It's not her finest hour. Yeah, but she tells Joey like, "Oh, you're filming this show. That's why you moved out to L.A." We're informed that he turned down a different show where he would have been a male nurse. Yeah. So he goes and films the scene for his show that he's going to be on the gritty cop it's a gritty cable drama he gets covered in a lot of blood fake blood to be clear joey didn't actually murder someone there is uh so after so he right that that show apparently doesn't work out because it's too gross yeah Mm -hmm. so gross that there's a line in the episode that is like stands out in my opinion yeah she's like oh i guess you don't like they like draw the line at defecating on a corpse yeah. I believe is the quote defecation on a corpse and I was like what? this is not only out of place but it's also NBC I was, I like, was What's just going excited on to see one of my favorite death metal bands get name dropped in Joey <laughs> corpse defecation has been killing it in the underground for years well, that would so, be great if a band does a, like intense metal band starts with that and everyone's like oh where'd you get that name it's like it's a Joey sure. reference uh. <laughs> um, so so then that so then he films that episode and then they don't pick it up even they actually you know they cancel it before they finish filming the first episode because it's too gross. Then nurses becomes the biggest hit of all time. Joey is desperate for work, so he goes and auditions for like this Access Hollywood type show. Romeo, Romeo, wherefore art thou Romeo? Yeah, he does that Romeo thing. It doesn't go well, so he doesn't get the job. But at the end of it, to cheer him up, his nephew cooks some spaghetti. Which convinces him to let his nephew stay with him as his new roommate. And then the mom gets mad because the nephew is going to be roommates. So she uh, grabs Joey's ear 
and makes him say that he's gay, and then the episode ends. Yes. Gay for David Cassidy. Gay for David Cassidy. Which I believe is a reference that people in 2006 would also not get. No, because, you know, I love the 70s, and all those kinds of shows were huge. In that time? Really? Yeah, you could watch all the I Love the Shows and be caught up in the pop culture of the well, past, no problem. So okay. I will okay. I will say in the uh, the trick of it, of they do say, they, they also mention the Partridge family. They do do good joke writing to be like, that's that. But also, you yeah. don't really have to know because uh, it's... You don't, because he says like, oh, it's a handsome, never mind. But, yeah, but, yeah, yeah, but it's also, it's 2004, and 2004. Uh, it's funny to just be like, man, isn't it funny that your sister made you say you're gay? Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Gay jokes, f- for sure. They're just around. Yeah. Because yeah. it's 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 also from the writers of Friends. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yes. I, I mean, especially I mean the lesbian stuff in the. Uh, sorry to jump ahead. No, let's jump ahead. We gotta jump the, ahead. We're we're just oh, rip it. No, we're good. Uh, well, I, yeah. Yeah. Go I was just gonna go say go the lesbian stuff in episode the other episode oh, yeah, yeah, that yeah. we watched was what was that? I don't know. It was, it, it, what, the word you're looking for is tasteful. <laughs> it was tasteful. It was it was grounded. Yeah. I think it was another. It's how they actually act. <laughs> yes. Yes. It felt like they did a lot of research beforehand. Yeah. Really. Yeah. A lot of lesbians in the writers' room. <laughs> We're very happy with it. Uh, the the second episode. You said you liked the pilot more than the second. I did like the pilot more. I was I th- I actually found the second episode kind of boring. I thought it was boring as well, but I actually thought there was a definite improvement because they were setting up more of a show. Okay. Because it felt like they didn't actually have enough in that pilot for a continuing show. Okay. There was more Agreed. of a universe that you could go on with. Like, by the time we get to this episode, they decide, you know what, that show he's doing, it's actually going to happen. Wait, like really? He's do- yeah, that's what he's at the premiere for in this episode. I didn't realize that was that. It's for the same show. So That show is back on because I think they realize we can't have Joey be an unemployed actor. There's no conflict there. Right. So wow. they, they have his show picked up again. Oh, I didn't pick up on that. That it was that it was, that like was the, the same, same, bloody, same name. Uh, yeah. Cop show. Okay. Same powder. Yeah. Okay. So he's going to a premiere for that show that was canceled in the first episode. I guess it gets picked up. I don't know if it's by a different network or something. Which may be where we get introduced to the characters like Lucy Liu and all of that. Uh, Academy Award winner Nat Faxon is oh, in yeah. it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's uh, one of his castmates in it. Uh, he won an Academy Award for The Descendants writing he it with Jim Rash. It. Yeah. Oh, the goofy guy. Yeah, yeah. he also just yeah. shows up in a lot of stuff. That's right. I forgot he was a writer. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. He wrote it with uh, Jim, Rash Jim Rash and, and Alexander Payne. And Alexander Payne. Okay, cool. Yeah. I wonder who's doing that. What? No, yeah, he was working is... on a draft of the Descendants during Joey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's writing with Alexander Payne. He's like, sorry, I got to do my uh, real passion. Gotta <laughs> <laughs> go What's going on? <laughs> uh, That's right. I remember watching that Oscars and seeing that guy up there. And like, you know, he's kind of one of those actors who you, you yeah. recognize, but you don't exactly place it. And it's like, mm-hmm. that guy's a... That guy knows how to write. <laughs> Let alone construct a story. It's wow. crazy because they always have him playing the guys dumbest. that are dumber than he's playing a character dumber than Joey <laughs> in this. <laughs> they needed an actor who played dumber than Joey, and they went for him. And that man is an Academy Award-winning writer. Right. The lack of ego Nat Faxon must have. He must be the most confident man in the universe that he's willing to take this role on all the time. That's the role he plays in everything. <laughs> Credit to him. 
just <laughs> meditating and like being like, I guess I just have a face that looks dumb. Oh, he's the real life <laughs> Frasier in terms of intelligence, presumably. You know, I've never heard him in an interview. Yeah, because he doesn't want to break the illusion. <laughs> He needs people to think he is that dumb. Maybe he is roles. that dumb. And for the descendants, they were just like, maybe if we bring in a really <laughs> dumb guy to give us insight on the dumb characters. Jim Rash did it as a bit. Yeah. Hey, let's bring along this idiot to win an Oscar. It'll be funny. Oh, I feel bad. Sorry, Nat. You're, you no, probably yeah. are sweet. No, oh, a, yeah. No. He's a very talented guy. guy's got an Oscar. Somewhere around calling him idiot, I feel like he gets called that no, all the time. No, he just plays those <laughs> roles. Plays that he's role. Talented. But clearly he is a yeah. Yeah, well yeah. <laughs> Very I loved you in Ham- I loved you in Hamlet too, Nat. Hey, Hamlet too, good movie. Yeah, yeah. He's barely uh, in it. I don't know why. Fact, that's what I picked. I don't remember him. In it. I think he plays like a cashier in Hamlet too. Wow, good pull. Yeah, Hamlet too. <laughs> Coogan at his best. <laughs> that's not Coogan at his best. I know, okay, I but Coogan derail- at his mediocre is okay. still pretty funny. I will derail this podcast to talk about Coogan at his best. Alan Partridge. Well, oh, of course. Best? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant taking out Owen Wilson. Okay. Oh, anyway. Yikes! <laughs> yikes. <laughs> Jesus Christ! All right. Uh, <laughs> thought you were going to go with the trip to Greece. I didn't know you were going to go. That. Oh, <laughs> it's a very different trip to yeah. Greece. It's a very different trip. <laughs> Uh, okay, so uh, so originally, so there is no love interest, which is why it feels like it's a love interest, but not. Oh, the neighbor? Uh, because there were there was going to be a love interest, but then that she was let go in June of 2004 when she tested very poorly in the pilot screening with Joey. So they decided they were going to try and develop a new thing. The neighbor was let go? Because she's in this episode. Not the neighbor. It's a different person. Oh, so they just threw her in last minute. I think so. Does it say who the actress is? Well, so it's Ashley Scott. Do I recognize her from anything? Uh, she was in Into the Blue AI. Artificial Intelligence? That the one and only. Wow. Uh, yeah. Un- oh, she was in seven episodes of Unreal, but you guys didn't see that show. No. Oh, she was in Jericho. I have seen her in stuff. But it's all the stuff where it's the weird things, like where you're like, oh, yeah, I kind of remember. Th- I mean, Jer- do you guys know what Jericho is? Uh, if I remember correctly, it's a famous wall. Yes. Okay. No, it's a it's a TV show about uh, Jericho. I want to say Kansas, okay. where a nuclear apocalypse happens, and they're like one of the last groups of survivors. Yeah, a small town in Kansas is literally left in the dark after seeing a mushroom cloud over nearby Denver, Colorado. God, I wish Joey was dealing with a nuclear holocaust. <laughs> that would be incredible. Okay, let's talk about the second episode. Yeah. So for this one, Joey is going to the premiere of his show that was canceled in the first episode. He only has one ticket. But he wants to bring his nephew, his sister, and his neighbor. <laughs> Which is like, the stakes aren't high enough for this to be like no. a real... You could bring one person. This yeah. is the- <laughs> also, it's your premiere. Well, that's yeah. what they say. He tries calling his boss, Lucy Liu, who... Don't know how why she agreed to this, but she's in it. Uh, Her career is doing fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This also- is the same year as Kill Bill. <laughs> also, Lucy... This is definitely on one of those characters where like... They make her, you know, OCD, but like she should be medicated. Like this yeah. is like she is harsh. severe OCD. She yeah. can't stand it when his bow tie is like slightly askew. Yeah. yeah. Does she bleach her face? Is she says I'm really hygienic. She's like dump my face yeah. in soap. She says a line like that. It's a she weird. She says lines where it's like oh, this is this is. Uh, <laughs> I like serious. I like dump my face in soap. It sounds like a forgotten '80s idiom. Somewhere after gag me with a spoon, dump my face in soap. <laughs> She's like, no, you can only have one ticket. So then Joey needs to go find two people that have tickets they aren't using. So he first he first goes to Academy Award winner Nat Faxon. 
And he says, hey, who are you bringing? And Nat Faxon says, I'm bringing my mom. And he says, wouldn't you rather take my neighbor? And Nat Faxon runs away crying going, I didn't even know that was an option. (laughs) Because, like, they had to make a character dumber than Joey. (laughs) Which must have been a real struggle and quite a discussion in the writer's room. (laughs) I was like, can we make a character dumber than Joey? I love, I love the, the, like, so there's, like, that thing of, like, uh, in really good TV, it's to write yourself into a corner and then just figure out, like, get yourself into that corner and then try and be creative and get your way out of it. Uh, they're trying to write themselves into the dumbest corner possible and yeah. then find an even stupider person under it. <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, by the way, the line was, I'll boil my face later. He uh, kissed her on the cheek and she goes, I'll boil my face later. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so then he ends up going and talking to like the one of the executives from the network who's not taking anyone and he offers to look him up with his sister. So that guy agrees. And he wasn't even going to go to the premiere. He's like, nobody even wants me there. Mm-hmm. So then he off screen finds a date for his neighbor who um, turns out is a woman. Oh, no. So there's a lot of very tasteful lesbian jokes. But shout out to the actress playing that woman. Beth Littleford. Friend of the show. You may remember from Dog with a Blog. She's not actually been on the show, but we discussed Dog with a Blog. Star- she was the mom in that. Is there something else I would know? The, she was from? the first female correspondent on The Daily Show. That's why I know her. Okay. Like, it's this crazy thing where every other correspondent that was on with her at the time blew up. Oh, And it's it's tough for her. Like, she's still in things. Yeah. But everyone else is A-list. Right, right. Uh, And, you know, she's doing one episode of Joey, and she's the mom and dog with the blog, dog with a blog. And, uh, you know, she's doing her best with the role. It's also, they're giving her nothing. It's like, how do you make that tasteful? How do you do that in any way that doesn't just feel awful or look like kind of like also once again fred's nailing fred's writers nailing gay yeah <laughs> with like kind of double entendres but yeah. not really the, the joke is the neighbor thinks they're just going as friends yeah and confusing like, the word girlfriend as a friend as platonic versus not and yeah it's it's pretty i'm, I'm using double entendre pretty loosely <laughs> yeah it's just <laughs> yeah. entending yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> Uh, there may be half of an entendre <laughs> at best. Point <laughs> five entendre. <laughs> yeah. And so that joke's hilarious. But then so he ends up using his ticket on his nephew, who immediately gets hit on by a beautiful lady yep. who likes that he was a contestant on the spelling bee when he was a kid. That's right. She thinks spelling is hot. And they play that off like a joke, as if we don't all find spelling hot, <laughs> which is so weird to me. We yeah, all pulchritude. Oh, that we, was great. We Did all, know. let alone knowing ooh, what pulchritude ooh, means. Ooh. Yeah, uh-huh. turn on the AC because I'm getting hot just thinking about it. All right, you guys can go back to talking about baseball. <laughs> all right. And but so he's about to try to hit things off with this pretty lady until he sees that also at the premiere is uh, Brett Spiner, a.k.a. Data from Star Trek The Next Generation. Uncredited. Uncredited? <laughs> <laughs> he asked for the credit to be taken off after. <laughs> so then, you know, there's a lot of the episode devoted to him deciding who he's going to talk to right? between Star Trek and the pretty lady. And he ends up going with Star Trek, obviously. Yeah. But it is the the way they play it is he's just so beleaguered the whole time. Yeah. Like Brett Spider is just like, Oh no, someone wants to talk to me about Star Trek here. Oh no, this isn't my whole life. Yeah. I think he thought he was safe because he was at an industry thing. Oh yeah, that's fair. 
So then, um, at a premiere, no one wants, is going to want to talk about Star Trek. <laughs> yeah. No one's excited about movies at a premiere or TV shows at a premiere. <laughs> I think people might try to be professional and not oh. fan out or whatever. That's fair. Yeah, um, you don't so, assume that one actor finagled his way into yeah. getting three random people to this party. Only <laughs> Joey would do something so boneheaded <laughs> as get three people into an event. But then, anyway, uh, turns out that the guy that he got the ticket from for his sister. Is Lucy Lou's ex? She's mad. Uh, but then Jeff she, Davis, yeah, played uh, from Harmontown fame. He's oh, like, okay. He works with Dan Harmon a lot. Got it. okay. And uh, what's the other? What's that improv show? Whose line is it anyway? He's like, oh, okay. He's like a second string whose line guy. Hmm. But then, um, she's mad that he's there, and she shows she's mad by immediately making out with Joey. Right. That happens very quickly. Which is he kisses her because that's. A good way to get her to loosen up. But then he realizes it, it's uh, gross because of cooties, because he's an eight-year-old. <laughs> and so then they just go to the premiere, and Jennifer Coolidge is watching the premiere, and she thinks it's hilarious. She's laughing at this drama the whole time. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, does anything happen after that, or is that the end of the episode? The ending is pretty abrupt in that episode. Yeah, because I remember I had to watch it twice because it was like, and then it just kind of ends. It kind of just ends. I was a little unclear whether when he, so he and Lucy Liu are hooking up in the, like the back room and then they decide it's a bad idea and then he goes back to the premiere. I I wasn't, I thought that they were maybe going to leave the party together. I have a guess. I don't know precisely what day this episode aired. Right. But this was fall 04. They may have had to, like, cut a few minutes for election coverage. Okay. <laughs> I don't love that being the idea that you're like, oh, that's it's, it's election interference. <laughs> or, but, like, because that could happen if, like, during the Olympics or no, stuff like that, that. but they won't. But would they cut the episode off the show? No, they wouldn't, like. But they might send out a truncated episode. Sure, but truncated episode. No, but they still would show. It would still be a twenty-two minute episode because you don't know what order they're going to air, probably. Yeah. And then you would just cut it for time, and it would be a thing where <laughs> just John Gary. No, but literally, though, no, they would just cut out ends <laughs> yeah. of things like that sometimes, right. and then you would just have to watch it again or some other. There'd be an emergency. Yeah. Fall of two thousand four. Okay. Okay. Uh. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, it just kind of like fades to well. Uh. Okay. I was trying to think. I was like, no, that is just kind of how it. Yeah, I, it was it was abrupt. And well, then, I mean, they do have the scene while the credits roll of the again, the the, the awkward lesbian thing. Oh, yeah. Or yeah. I thought we were going to nap. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah, that thing. <laughs> Very funny. <laughs> Hilarious you know. the whole way down. Every step of it. Uh, but within. I lost it. Never mind. I was trying to remember exactly where. Oh, no, that's what I was looking up. Lucy Liu, I'm pretty sure, is not actually in that much of mm. the show. I think she's only in a couple episodes. Got it. And they're they're just trying to do like anything that works. They're just they're throwing different things at it because they tried like the first romantic lead and it didn't work. He ended up dating one of the people. Yeah, she's only in three episodes. OK, so she's a short term love interest. Uh, I bet you Andrea Anders becomes the uh, love interest again. Uh, the the married woman who after has the great husband. episode where I assume Joey murders her husband <laughs> <laughs> because he doesn't understand that death is permanent <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> then they have, they have to teach him like they get him a goldfish. <laughs> oh they, yeah, they dated in real life. 
Oh, her and Matt LeBlanc? Yeah, they did it in real life after the show ended. So that was what was happening there. So he was just going to slowly steal a married woman away. <laughs> That's a bold choice. Yeah, if you're trying to get people to like your main character. Yeah. I yeah. guess maybe maybe it was like a, you know, we've, this character's been liked for nine years. Let's, let's test the water to see if we could really, you know, make it, <laughs> I, make it challenge. I remember when Friends was on, I never remember people saying Joey was their favorite. I remember people mostly talking about, like, will-they-won't-they they relationship things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a lot of the appeal of... It wasn't the weird man-whoring going around. That wasn't, like... So maybe that is the aspect that they have the neighbor in there for. They're setting up, like, a long-term will-they-won't-they they thing with them. Yeah. Maybe that's the attempt. No, obviously, that's kind of... I thought it was just if they... But they made her more friendly at first, maybe, and then you're trying to build it later as it goes. It just didn't seem from the little that I... Wa- like, she sang the vows in that second episode we watched... It didn't seem like she has anything against her husband. Like it doesn't, you don't see much, but it seems like no, their relationship's not on the rocks. So, but it might be a thing where it comes up later. I don't know. It's hard to say. We've seen two episodes. Fair. I wonder if they were building up to like a big cameo for who the husband was going to be. <laughs> it was supposed to be Matthew Perry. Yeah, and, yeah. <laughs> as a, a different guy in a mustache. <laughs> yeah. Could you be any more surprised? Chandler? No. His Chandler's cousin. <laughs> it's Chandler's Evil kid. twin. Go all the way. He's in soaps. Okay. Uh, that's the end of the episode. What would you do to improve the show? How would you improve the show? What would you do? Oh, to add one of the Friends characters. I mean, like, it's... Uh, you've got to... I think, I think the sister has to be a little... <laughs> more three-dimensional yeah um if you at least have her be a good second lead as opposed to just a character where you make fun of the boobs and the fact that she's you know what does she call her a skank which, yeah that was it's a just like throwback word you've forgotten an important dimension which yeah. is she also cuts hair she does cut hair but is not good at it no or, or like she was like a dental hygienist or yeah, something she was la's most dangerous dental, <laughs> dental hygienist. hygienist right and she tries to steal someone's hair at some point i think that it, the show i don't think it'd be a great show but i think it could coast if that character is better and maybe if the character is smarter maybe you need more of like a chandler type character well that's what like, they put the nephew in for and the nephew's just not carrying it i think maybe more like a chandlery well, <laughs> just like because <laughs> it's like someone who can Go down to Joey's level and be his good friend, but who also can have the sarcastic comment every time Joey says something ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. I'm I mean, not saying anything bold because it literally worked. <laughs> the, you know what they could have? They well, could have. The power dynamic is is different because they're not friends. So right. he's they're they, like the he has to listen to his weird mentor Joey, even though he's smarter. They could have yes. pivoted at some point during the series and got her a boyfriend that was a lot like Chandler, that he immediately hits it off with mm. or hates. Mm. Rivals, yeah. At sunset, do you think it should have been called Rivals as the opposite of Friends? <laughs> Is that what the show should have been? Frenemies, frenemies. <laughs> it's <laughs> rivals because it's still kind of subtle. <laughs> uh, what What would you guys change? Uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, adding an additional friend character is uh, probably the easiest way, uh, but. What would I do to change the show? I should have thought about this. I really, I had all the time in the world. What would you do, Dale? So Joey's not a good actor. He shouldn't get an opportunity to go to L.A. and do a big show there. 
Yeah. He should have to go to a foreign country where they just like need an American role. <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah, because he's going back to Andrash, he's Johnny Drama. He he's, should he's not, be cast you know. as like they needed a white guy for this show in Japan. Oh, because it doesn't matter what he's saying. <laughs> yeah. It's all subtitled like, you remember anyway. In Squid just, Game, how bad those uh, English language actors were in Squid Game? And it's a dra- it's just lost in translation. So it's not even <laughs> Yeah. It it could end up like this thing that gets weirdly picked up in America and he becomes famous over there. So you don't ever actually see him. Sometimes you see him filming in the foreign country, but then over here he's recognized, but for dumb reasons. Right. Like he's achieved his goal of becoming a famous actor, but at what cost? It's 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 a prequel to Lost in Translation. <laughs> yeah, so he's like hugely successful, but he can't get anything going in America. Oh, wait. You can justify why he has that big house. He's still a joke, but he's successful. Everything works, but in a better way, I think. Hmm. Oh, the... the uh... The other way, because uh, we were talking about this, it's uh, he could do uh, it's it's a sequel show, but it's a meta sequel show where Joey has written his own pilot. Joey has written a, a series of scripts for himself to pitch around. Mm. And we just you start off, you're just watching the pilots that clearly Joey Tribbiana has. Tri- oh, he's like trying to write his own. He wrote like, like he a wrote Rocky. his own sequel series, <laughs> oh, essentially. Okay, okay. <laughs> Like that's just based around his life as he moves to LA, and you just figure out that it's slowly like a wish fulfillment weird series. Yeah, it becomes more of an action film as it goes on. <laughs> Suddenly, I'm meeting the president, yeah. and it's just an eight year old navigating a story. <laughs> or I think the the problem is is that Joey is trying to be likable in a show where he's a vain, selfish Hollywood actor, mm-hmm. and there they, they his takedowns are for him that he's too dumb to be harmful. That's what sending him to like Japan would, it would cut the legs out from underneath him. Also, the weird he thing, would be a joke. They also because we were talking about before about how they set up characters that are even dumber than Joey. That also is a little confusing. There was that one line where I guess the vain other actor comes back and he's like, "Haven't you ever heard of a ghost?" And Joey's big comeback is, "Haven't you ever heard of breath mints or something like that?" <laughs> yeah, and it's like, what? Like, is he now the Chandler? Like, is, he, <laughs> is that supposed to be very clever? I, I didn't totally understand. He should have texted Chandler for the comeback. <laughs> yeah, and then when the text got to him, he should have told it to that guy. <laughs> yeah, he just—it's a whole show of being a Cyrano. Okay. Uh, also, uh, David Schwimmer was not on the show, but did direct two episodes of Jail. Oh, wow. he couldn't even cameo? No, the guy's magic behind the camera. <laughs> Come on. But did he direct either of the episodes we watched? Because uh, I thought I saw some sh- some Schwimmer signatures in those episodes. What are, what are the Schwimmer signature moves? For you you know, you just see something you're like, oh yeah, this guy was in Band of Brothers. <laughs> you just get that feel yeah. watching it. Gritty. It's the way they say juice. Yeah. <laughs> juice. <laughs> that was a good show. Oh, yeah, the OJ one? Yeah. That was great. Yeah. yeah. That's a show I'd recommend. Yeah, we're recommending shows. Guys, check out uh, American Crime Story, the OJ uh, trial. I never saw any of the other ones. Did you? I haven't seen Versace. I saw half of uh, the, Monica the Monica Lewinsky one. I really liked it. I just re- it fell off. Yeah. But I'll probably rewatch it at some point. But the fr- the the OJ one is so good. Really liked it. Great cast. Just real early early Sterling K. Brown breaking out. Yeah, and getting, yeah, yeah. Get no, to wasn't his... he already on This Is Us? Was that at the same time? I think it was the same time. Yeah, same time. Okay. But that was I think it was like around the, like he was he had that kind of moment. Anyway, what what would you recommend, Ben? What would you recommend? Shows in general. Uh, 
I'm trying to think if I have anything that's not your standard. I mean, dramas. I just like Sopranos. I like Mad Men. I like I like so many of. the Here's the thing: standards. you're overthinking it. No one's actually recommended those. Uh, is so, that true? Yeah, yeah. of course. Oh, is that because everyone is trying to they be the clever cool. one? Yeah, they want yeah, to yeah. Cool. But the okay. Sopranos is great. Watch the Sopranos, guys. Check it out. It's, it's, you heard it here first. The thing about it is, or the weird thing about The Sopranos is it's a gritty realism show, but one of the things that makes it so much fun is a lot like, not realism, but it's like that gritty, raw, totally. dark. Yeah. And, and that's what everybody talks about when they talk about what they like about it and the character. No, stuff. I think it's literally one of the funniest shows I've ever seen. Well, so, and that's the thing is, uh, it's weird how much it's a hangout sitcom. Yes, yes. It's, it's, you're doing the accent yeah. <laughs> casually. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess like Goodfellas is similar to like, it's like low key kind of hilarious. And I don't know. I feel like oftentimes with TV shows and movies, those ones where you, it's like hard to place what genre it is, is usually pretty, it's pretty good. Um, not always, but, <laughs> uh, comedies, I mean, are, Arrested Development's great. Larry Sanders is great. Uh, <laughs> Joey, just, Joey, just start naming. Yeah. Start naming more. <laughs> Oh, wait, Sterling K. Brown did a bunch of episodes of Army Wives. Yeah, you're right. That made him A-list. That was... The, yeah, but 2016 was the same year they came out the same year. Okay. Um, I'll recommend Frasier, I guess, if you're looking for a spinoff from the same time. But also, you brought up uh, OJ. Yeah. The ESPN docuseries that came oh, out at the same great. time is way better. Great. Made great. in America. Yes. It's way better than American Crime Story. Fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. So All right. Well way to just cuck me on my own podcast. <laughs> You know we co-host. Wait, this, I right? you? No, no. He, <laughs> we co-host the podcast. Not anymore. Oh no! 